0: You are listening to ComedySlamRadio.com. From our studios to the world, we bring you the finest in quality entertainment. So pop some popcorn, grab a smooch buddy, and settle in for another fine show from Comedy Slam Radio it's time for the let's be frank show where we get frank with your favorite celebrity and national touring comedians follow us on twitter at let's be frank show and if you miss our live broadcast on comedy slam radio find us on stitcher radio podomatic and itunes at let's be frank's podcast keep laughing my friends Good evening and welcome to the Let's Be Frank show We are live, we got Corey Hunter calling in, hacking in the background How you doing, Corey? I'm here,
1: how are you?
0: Not too bad, man Are you smoking the biggest joint in the world? You've been hacking through my whole introduction, live, baby What's going on? I don't smoke weed anymore, I quit Oh, so this is like remnants of pot from years ago that you're hacking up in the car No,
1: I'm smoking weed
2: But, uh... <laughs> gonna say it's coughing residuals or something from the weed <laughs> <or what laughs> was?
0: flashbacks.
2: So how do you guys doing tonight?
0: We are not doing bad.
1: All I, right man. Yeah thank you. All like, this is great. I just let, I don't know I don't know how many followers you have, but I just want to let this be known that, that I begged you to get on this show. You did not come after me.
0: Uh I don't know if that sounds good or bad for me.
1: <laughs> well well did oh, I have not said that shit? oh can we cut us
0: Yes, oh, you can do yes. whatever you want. Yes.
1: Oh, you know what? This is ridiculous. What am I talking about? So yes. Anyways, yeah, you know, I, I asked you to be on the show, and
0: uh did we I'm figure out why? Here. Did we figure out why I said yes yet?
1: No, no, I'm trying to figure it out why my am like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not on the show because I'm not funny. But we'll uh, we'll move along. That's all nice. right
0: because this show isn't always funny. So we we, we could good. bore the shit out of thousands and thousands of people this week.
1: Now, how many followers do you have or listening right now?
0: Uh, listening right now, six, 7 million, probably. Is it really? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> okay. Good. good. There are a
2: lot of people, usually, usually you get a lot of listeners who, who do t- download the podcast, usually on Podomatic or iTunes, yeah. uh, more than listen to it live, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's normally a good amount of people that listen, you know, sometimes I've seen it up as many as a couple of hundred listeners during a live show, but uh, we have thousands that download the show week after week and uh that's where everything gets done when people are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic in between hacking okay, so, sections on the so joint gonna, they don't smoke this anymore. Is reach some people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, did did you have a message you wanted to share with the world?
1: I don't smoke weed. Oh, <laughs> okay.
0: So he just coughs. That's cuz he's in Maryland. He's in where it's cold. You probably got a cold right now. You got some robotism on the chair. Next to you, where we're here in sunny Florida, we're drinking uh pina coladas with fresh, fresh fruits and everything. Oh, right the hell you mind.
1: guys, you guys are in Florida, that's right. Yeah, we are.
0: Clear I water.
1: To, I tried to play a couple clubs in Florida, nobody, nobody will mess with me though. Really, wow. yeah, why not? You know, I'm not really sure. I mean, I think that what I think. I think there's too many comedians out here,
0: mm. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, but we want funny ones. You said you're not funny.
2: I'm Do doing think, a good job right now. I was yeah, going to he, say he's not doing bad right now. So good. Yeah, but, I'm doing a good job right now.
0: But you said you're associated with some uh, with some agencies, and we were talking about them before. Did, didn't you say the funny bone or.
1: I'm with Coastal. Um, one of them I'm not going to mention. Uh... <laughs> nice. Everybody's got
0: the closet secret.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quickest is he's
0: gay, but other than that.
1: I, I just got in with the Yoders. I got lucky. Um, comedy Zone. I'm on their Fallout list. I, I don't know what you. I don't know if you guys know what that is.
0: Comedy Zone. The yeah.
1: Cancels.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
1: I'm on the Comedy Zone Fallout list. I said i would applied for about ten gigs. They, ten gigs. They've given me none. <laughs>
2: um,
1: sorry, Comedy. Um,
2: I thought you were apologizing. Well. though it's an actual place. All right. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I'm mean, in, in, in with a few people. Nice. Actually, I'm getting a lot of work, but I'm in. Now, how, did, how, how did you get in with some of these people? I mean, not not the Comedy Zone fallout list, but how did, like the other one, the first one you mentioned. Which, which Coastal? Coastal. How did you get involved with them?
1: Uh, that's booked through Linda Rowe, and let's see what happened with that. I sent her my tape, and she said no. She told me, <laughs> to, check <back> in, <laughs> she told me to check back in eight months,
2: uh-huh.
1: and um, maybe about... A year later, I, saw, I, did a, I did a guest spot at a BFW in Maryland, and the headliner was Scott Bruce, and he owns um, all of Wisecrackers Comedy Clubs in Pennsylvania. And um, he saw me, and that's how I got in. Nice. That's cool.
0: Definitely good to have someone see you, get a little notice that helps out.
1: Oh, yeah, especially because she, she books all of his stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Did she? Yeah. So, she- yeah, it was kind of like being in the right place at the right time. I got lucky. Cool. otherwise i would be getting
0: nothing there there you go
2: does does coastal just book like weird like vfw shows or or, or no, what, this, what this, is... this
1: vfw show was
0: booked to another booker okay and why is the vfw got to be weird man no i'm just no i'm just saying does it's she not book a com- weird I'm vfw shows
2: a, like it's not a comedy club that's why i was i was asking like it's, it's oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, different yeah, from yeah. the norm. Like Elks Lodge or, you know. yeah that's what i was saying
0: so Corey, you so yeah, you've been in comedy now for 12 years on and off, and the last five, six years, you've really been hitting it a lot more heavy and seriously. But what in the hell would make you want to be a comic in the first place? Um, you
1: know what? Um, I was always a class clown, and um, I was abused as a child. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey,
0: that's the rules, man. It's on the, like, the application. You have to be like mentally or physically abused to yeah, be a comic. Yeah, you have to be molested. <laughs> oh shit, that's why I'm not funny I haven't been molested You can pay somebody for that now
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does
0: it count if you pay for it? Yeah, it totally counts I'm too old for anybody in my family to do it just saying. Alright, go ahead
2: So, <laughs> that's that's pretty much it I just, it did as I was growing up
1: I was, you know, during the deaf comedy jam era You know, so I was watching that And uh, after that Years later, I just tried
2: it now, you, you're originally from Jersey, it says on your website?
1: Yeah, I'm from a touch of New Jersey.
2: Okay. Yes. Is that where you first started doing comedy, or did you start it? Where I got you, on man. stage
1: one time there, and I was at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, and
2: I eat shit. <laughs> nice. it's
1: fucking they're, horrible. They're rough in but, Jersey, uh, man. It's ridiculous. But uh, after that, I, I did it again like two years later, and that's when I got hooked.
0: It's funny, because he talked about how he doesn't get, you know, before... Before a couple of these recent bookers, he got set up with. He didn't get a lot of gigs, mm-hmm. and uh, right. how he had to eat shit at open mics. And
1: well, that's that's, not, well,
0: that's I, just I, the way it is. That's like the stepping stones on I, how shit starts. If you can't you know, handle to, rejection. I Maryland,
1: okay, I was in Virginia Beach for ten years, and I was doing like the Virginia Beach Funny Bone, Pop um, comedy, comedy Club, and I'm doing. It. I started off in Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. so that's where I kind of got good, and then I stopped, and then so I mean, so I had stage experience, mm-hmm. you know. I was hosting at the comedy clubs long time ago, and then I moved away, and I stopped, and then I moved. It's it's a it's a whole cycle. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I understand. I was just saying though, if you're going to get into comedy, the two things you brought up right away is the fact. That you've had some rejection and that you have to eat shit on stage sometimes, and if you can't oh, yeah, handle, re- it, yeah. yeah, and if you can't handle rejection, you might as well not get into comedy because there's lots of it. Oh
1: yeah, it, uh, I get rejected every day right
0: now. Nice. I am reject. You know, he- reject him. You Hang know, up on this guy. Yeah. Reject his ass.
1: <laughs> you email Booker, they don't email you back. It's crazy stuff, man. It's, it's crazy.
2: What? What? Would and you-
1: it's so hard to get into these clubs right now. That is just like uh, it's like unless you know somebody, or but if you just email a regular a club owner and say, "Hey, I'm such and such," and you send them your website, and, and I mean, I have a good video too, you know, it's mm-hmm. clean. I, I still get ignored.
0: I think that it's uh, that it's just people hate you. <laughs> it,
2: might be. It, might be. it might be. Now, no what, what it might be. now? What what started you to start getting some uh, some regular work? when you started I mean you emceed for a while. What what, right. what I sort moved of post from Virginia
1: you? Beach to Maryland probably about two years ago. Okay. And I, I opened up my own room so I could have somewhere to practice.
2: Okay.
1: And it gave me a little bit of a budget so I could actually bring like a headliner in a in oh, cool. a middle, you know, and I just started networking. Then I got another room. Then I got another room. And then I just started networking and uh uh, you know, I, I mainly got the rooms so I wouldn't have to travel to D.C. to do other people's mm, rooms Yeah. and put up with their
0: shit. <laughs> right. But it's got to be.
1: I, I, I read on Facebook and I'll look at their their lineup. Uh, They'll have fucking 15 comedians on one show. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. But in, in, a, and in a great way, having your own rooms has got to be really beneficial when you're starting out. Not that you're still starting out, but a lot of times you get to put more work into comedy when you have your own room as opposed to working a full-time job and not really having the opportunity to hit every open mic every night, you're kind of guaranteed that you're going to see two or three times on stage in the beginning when you start booking your rooms. And it's a great way to, because a lot of people start when they're a lot younger. I didn't start until after I was, you know, late thirties into comedy, Mm -hmm. but if you're in your early twenties then you can get some rooms booked. I'm 33.
1: So okay. I'm I'm getting up there, I think.
0: You're getting up there, is. but you're, you're doing other, you're getting paid now. You're not really, I mean, comedy is your mainstay of income, where in the beginning. Well, I,
1: did, I, I had a job working at Pizza Hut. I got fired like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel you, brother. <laughs> that must, wait, it, I thought that's where everybody from corporate America goes I now.
1: Dude, I, I was delivering pizza part-time, you know, because I had to shut up where they, 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 they knew I was a comedian, yeah. so. I used to tell them I had a gig and they let me take a day off or the weekend off. or yeah. you know I had it set up nice. I shoved my man, my ship leader, in his neck. <laughs> he got oh. in my face and they fired me.
0: Now now <laughs> I know why people aren't hiring you at all the clubs because if they reject you, man, you're going to go gangster on them and jab them in the no, throat. No, no,
1: oh, no. The dude got out of his chair. You know how people invade your personal space. like They're going to hit you. To get oh, in your yeah, face. yeah. So yeah. so yeah, I just pushed him out of his way by his neck. I didn't hit him with a closed fist or
2: anything. They're rough at those pizza places, man. They're just they're pricks. There, it's okay. I, I feel you. Man. I, uh, guess, yeah, I yeah, guess. I'm at the point right now in my life I can't have a,
1: a shift leader at pizza that talk down to me. You know
2: what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, trust me. That's I've been fired. From, life is over. <laughs> I've been fired from a pizza place too, so I'm with you right there. <laughs> uh, I, so I, I, yeah. I have
0: never been fired from a pizza place because I don't work there. I just eat at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been kicked uh, out for trying to steal slices for over the counter and trying to take free uh, refills that don't I, exist. I, I'm not even gonna
1: tell you how much I stole. I was tearing their ass up. let me, let me, tell, you. <laughs> let me tell you. what I used to do. I used to call. I used to, um, you know, they used to let us take food home at night if it was yeah. extra and stuff uh-huh. like that. When I was out on the road delivering, I would call up and act like I was a customer and order a lot of shit and nobody would come pick <laughs> <take> it up, <laughs> so I could take it home. That is awesome. <laughs>
0: I gotta That's feed awesome. my wife and kids, man. Let me see. I, I need a supreme meal get oh, everything, I see, man. I see, it, it was crazy. Yeah, okay. No, is there any secrets that you want to tell us about Pizza Hut now that you're no longer with them? Oh yeah, the one I worked at had roaches. Ah. Well, <laughs> nice. I'll make sure I don't eat at the Pizza Hut in Maryland anytime soon. Had roaches. I saw them. Nice. Unfortunately, yeah. in were
2: they on the payroll? These roaches.
1: They they were on they were by the table where they'd be putting the pepperoni and stuff on the pizza. Oh man! You know that little cold section when they cover
2: it up? Yeah, yeah, I know that, bro. <laughs> they open up that
0: shit. They open it up to let the cold air out. They get chilly. I'm telling you, they had roaches. Oh, so how how oh. did they taste in those meals you were bringing home? Shouldn't wow. you have been ordering your pizza from another place like roach free?
1: Well, once you once it goes through the oven, you know what I mean. They're pretty much. You can't really tell. Yeah,
0: it's like a burn. It's like a burn on you. There you <laughs> go. Those must not be any Florida roaches, man, because Florida roaches got renamed <laughs> to Palmetto, but they got so big they had to have their own name. They're like the I size. A, of, I got a water bug down here, don't you?
2: Yeah. Well, oh. if you get a Palmetto bug on you on your pizza, you, they charge you an extra two bucks. Yeah. So.
1: You, ever, that, you ever seen
0: a water bug that flies? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Down here, the if you get a roach on your pizza, odds are he's eaten half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how big those bitches are down here.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, you, know, do you want to. Know what I really want to do is, I really want to get some of that funny bone and improv action. Yeah, that'd be nice. that's that's where I want to be.
2: Now, now, can we talk about how when you first got to Maryland, you set up your first room? How did how did that come about? Did you what What kind of place was it first off? It's Irish pub. It's Irish pub.
1: Okay. Yeah, we got a stage. It's set up for comedy. It's
2: beautiful. Oh, nice. So, so what what is your ideal setup? When you're setting up a, a new room, because now you have like what three or four places that you're set up, what what has to happen, or what has to be your uh, your perfect scenario for for setting up a bar or a Irish pub like that? What do you what do you look to do just to make it well, good for comedy? Well, this
1: show. is the thing. I, I'm not really a promoter. Well, I mean, I mean, just I mean, just,
2: just for like the show purposes. Like when you're getting there, you're like, this has to be up, and and and, and when you're looking at a decent oh, no, place,
1: oh I just I just show up.
2: That's all I do. Is it? I show up. Okay. I hope
1: the comedians show up. <laughs>
2: okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. No, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if there was stuff like you know. Some people are like, we have to do this with the show. We have to make sure. Oh, no, no, I don't have no black line on with my, okay. my.
1: You know what I mean? I don't have any of that. It's just yeah. we show up, we start the show. You know, mm-hmm. I just hope people are there. You know, okay. when I have my name on it and I'm inviting people down, I don't want them to come out and there's twelve people in the audience. Yeah. You know, just give me a crowd.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, man, twelve people is bigger than some of the shows I've done. I've, yeah, done yeah, I've done some four and eight people incredible. in the crowd. Then two weeks later you're in front of five or six hundred people. I've never had that before. Uh I, I've done five or six hundred people. I did that last year for um it was for a charity benefit. I'm actually doing the same charity benefit uh with uh the family uh, it's Alzheimer's dot org. Uh so they raise a lot of money at the show every year and I mean just people flock to it, so it is the biggest crowd I've ever been in front of for the five or six minutes they let me be up there. Like, you funny could, for a five minutes only? I couldn't imagine even, like, doing a theater. I, 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 you know, I, I couldn't imagine. I could imagine it. I would probably I could, suck I, at yeah, it. I
1: could imagine it, but it will ever be reality. Yeah. At, least, at least I don't think it will. Not anytime soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had somebody down here who uh, they have a theater, uh, like an outdoor type of theater. rock Mm -hmm. and roll and stuff probably holds a few thousand people and they were like dave you want to go on in between two bands and i'm like uh no oh yeah i
1: wouldn't (laughs) want to do
0: that either no oh Oh, they were like we'll pay you and i'm like so i'm gonna get paid to look like a moron (laughs) because nobody is gonna want to listen to me in between two heavy metal rock bands you want me to be out there fat davey for five minutes I don't no. know, but if the part was right, I probably would have did it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I would. I would feel more comfortable doing it now than I would have a year or so ago when he was mentioning it to me, mm-hmm. uh, right. just because I'm more comfortable now and I've been in front of large crowds. But a lot of times the clubs that I play uh, around here aren't as, you know, I'm not at the improv yet. So I think right. in the clubs the biggest rooms I've seen were, you know, 95 to 100 110 people in the room. Yeah, yeah. See, I, yeah,
1: I, like the Funny Bones and the Improvs, they, they – they, they always get good crowds, and mm-hmm. I haven't had any prime time action like that in about five years. Wow! I mean, I've, I've had I've gone to comedy clubs and they've had a decent crowd, but I haven't played like two or three hundred people in a while. Mm-hmm. So, and I was doing really good back then, playing that many people. So I, I can imagine what I could do now. You know? Sure. Does so, that make sense? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, Fill your head with all the beliefs of I can do it, and you will be able to do it. It's just, right. It. Uh, I know when I first started, the goal was that, you know, I need to be in front of like a hundred people to feel, you know, I want to do that. And then maybe I'll feel like if I can make that full room of people laugh, like I can do it. And now, right. I don't. now, and you know, I, it's, the next time that I had a really large crowd, when I was in front of five or 600 people, I didn't think about it as, Hey, look at how many people are out there. I'm going to be nervous. I was no more nervous or less nervous than I am when I'm in front of, Twenty people or a hundred, so it didn't faze like, me too I, I, I don't much. I don't like small crowds. I, Th- those I, are the ones, if anything, that make you more nervous. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. If I if I go if I walk into a room and it's fucking twelve people in there, I'm gonna get nervous, really nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and then hey, I'm yeah. gonna be you're got to talk to them a little bit more. That's all.
0: But at least it's, you more
1: get, it's more intimate.
0: Yeah. Right. But but you're getting paid when you're going out there. I'm doing you know 5 10 15 minutes if i'm lucky in front of 7 8 people you're like oh my god right well, yeah, i need more people laughter is contagious and none of these people have caught on yet
1: well when you have more people the laughter carries too and when you have less people you run through the material quicker
0: absolutely and when you don't have much material to begin with it's all oh, downhill. You're done
2: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: So now you've worked with some some really cool acts, Gilbert Gottfried and so on. Who are some of the favorite people that you got to work with on stage?
1: Uh, let's see. I haven't had anybody famous, famous.
0: Gilbert Gottfried's not famous, famous? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Gilbert Gottfried. Um, Ralphie May, I've opened for him twice. Um, who else? Larry Reed. I worked with Bob Zane. Um, now,
0: Jim Florentine.
1: I'll vote for Jim Florentine at the Funny Bone.
0: Um, Any of these guys ever given you some advice, pulled you in, and said, hey, man, this is good, this is good. Maybe you should change this around.
1: Let's see, Robbie May told me I was really funny and invited me to the movies. and I think I fucked up because I didn't go. <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. yeah, I would have done it. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Jim Florentine told me I was good, but I needed to be more confident.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Um, about, I mean, nobody really. Mm-hmm. I haven't had the opportunity to get in anybody, anybody recently. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was a while ago. I mean, Gilbert. You know, he he didn't really. You know, he's in
2: his own little world. He yeah. wasn't really trying. I to get heard that he's that not good. very. He's not very uh, uh, social. I guess he's not very talkative in a sense.
1: Well, I had to drive him back to his hotel room. And he, he he talked a little. Yeah. I mean, he was okay.
0: Okay. Did you guys see him on that? Uh... On that Food Network that voice, show, though. huh? He always talks he in that voice.
1: No, well, not well. When I talked to him, he, he was just a regular voice, like a regular.
0: Oh, you know,
1: cool.
0: Yeah. Did you guys see him on that uh, Rachel Ray and Guy Celebrity Cookoff? Anybody? I saw the
2: co- I saw the commercial.
0: He made. <laughs> it's more than I saw. <laughs> it's a cooking show cookoff, <laughs> and he was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what?
2: That's messed
1: up. He
0: made a fried yeah, peanut butter and jelly.
1: S- know what they could do to stay on TV?
2: Yeah, pretty
0: much. Uh, it, it was he in the You know, they have the whole thing. He makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he fries it, and then he puts a little cinnamon on it for a twist. And then he loses, and they has to go to like the speed route, and he has to make another dish. So he makes another peanut butter and jelly peanut butter and banana sandwich instead and he's like here's this kind of peanut butter sandwich instead <laughs> like what do you mean he goes i'm gonna go with what i know guys Are you got time to watch this show huh you
1: watch the show he hell yeah guys. i watched
0: that show man
1: okay okay i'm a fat I like guy and I... and and personally
0: oh i watch that too i watch that too i'm a fat guy i like all sorts of stuff on the food network
1: Man vs. Food. uh.
0: I hate that bastard, Man vs. Food. That should have been my (laughs) gig. I could eat more than that bastard on any day of the week.
1: My new shit is Bar Rescue,
0: though. He'd be tearing their ass up. Yeah, Bar Rescue, Restaurant Impossible.
1: Something like that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, they're all good, those shows. Uh, But I like uh, Heat Seekers. Oh, yeah, yeah, with
1: the spicy food, yeah.
0: That's, me. That's, that's
1: the kind of, of shit anybody can do that type of show. Where'd they find these guys at? Or are they an in eat? You know what I mean? Come
0: on. Well, the one guy they got on there, Aaron, a- 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 is uh, like a five-time crazy celebrity chef. He, he's ex- oh, Aaron a- a- Sanchez, I think. But uh, I don't know who the little... Could've sh- could've sh- we could have did that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah, man. You could put a fat guy on an eating show. Yeah, all you got to do is tell them the food's hot. Okay. (laughs) Yes. But for me, like, I'm a spice head, too. I love the hot and spicy shows. Because I'm like, I I, I, I want to do that challenge. Yeah. How hot you like to go? When I'm eating, I like
1: to be sweating.
0: So what's the hottest pepper that you eat or cook with? Oh, well, I don't
1: know. I I, I don't know about all that, but I'm just saying I like like hot food. I like spicy.
0: Yeah, I, I go for, like, moronic hot stuff. Like, I eat habaneros. Uh, I have some of those uh, ghost chili pepper sauces in my house. Uh, like, I, I'm pretty stupid. Most most people look at me like I got a third eye and a second coolant asshole for being able to eat this stuff. Like, how does he survive? <laughs> he's like a cow. He's got a belly for hot, a belly for dairy. <laughs> he's he's now, got a you, stomach for country. Eating?
2: Yes. I both
1: mean, both you we're, guys.
2: huh? Both of you guys are comics. Yes, I mean, we're we're, okay. we're not really features or anything like that. I mean, I've done some MC work. Uh, okay, and I've okay, done okay, some okay, okay. I, okay. I, I also okay. work with an improv group, and Dave has also done some MC work and and uh, guest sets and stuff too.
0: Yeah, okay. uh,
2: It's even, it's even hard. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: It's, it's a ridiculous. fun. It's fun though, because you get it's not often that you get up on the same stage two to three times in a night. Mm-hmm. So to know you get up there, you got to go back and, you know, they think you're you're funny three times because you're leaving and you're going back. You, you Are you smoking that imitation fake joint again? I hear you hacking. No, no
1: I, <laughs> I actually took a hit off my cigarette. And I, kinda, I hit it too hard.
0: All right. <laughs> I, he took a hit off the cigarette. Are you smoking a real cigarette or are you smoking one of those fake ones that you could smoke anywhere?
1: I'm smoking a real cigarette. Now I'm looking at in, in, in my daughter's room wondering why her damn light is on.
0: <laughs> oh, she's should she seven. be in bed at nine
1: twenty-five? She's seven. She should. She's watching School of Rock right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. she's seven. School of Rock. <laughs> yeah, is that the, the... <laughs> I was gonna say that's the movie with uh, Jack Black, right? Oh yeah, yeah, she's nice. She's all right. Jack Black is another great one. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's we're 11. talking
1: about MC. That That's uh, you know people are still ordering drinks and ordering food when you're up there. It's just it's uh. It's a, it's a bad. Unless you're, unless you're really good, though, it could be okay.
2: Were you pretty good at MC? When you did it,
1: um, I wasn't. I'm not good with. Um, I wasn't good with um, remembering names. I would have to bring my paper up there.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I would fuck up the announcements.
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I can't even tell you how many names I messed up, That's and I'll awesome. be reading it and mess it up. <laughs> I, I
0: I felt pretty comfortable when I did it. Uh... You know, I did. I think I emceeded at a, one of the nicer clubs here, which is uh, with Bob Burr. Yeah, Snappers. Up at Snappers, mm-hmm. and uh, great food, great everything up there. But uh, two different times, <laughs> I I got to MC up there uh, last year, and both went pretty good. You know, I got off the stage, and uh, Bob will come up, and you know, make sure you do this or this, or don't talk so much about that. But you know, they paid me, so mm-hmm. I must have done all right, huh? How much did they pay you? Uh, I I don't remember. Was it twenty five or fifty bucks a night when you're doing the MC there? It might have been. I
2: think it's twenty five a show.
0: Twenty five a show. Yeah. So two three shows a night. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Did you get a, did you get a meal? Oh yeah yeah. I'm oh yeah, factor. you get shit. Yeah <laughs> yeah. You get a meal. You know what's nice? Snappers is great because if you're working there, even if you're doing a guest set, you can uh, get a they'll they'll pay for your drinks. Oh, uh, man, good. That's real good. They'll that, feed you. Good. Yeah, they're they're they are extremely good to the people that come in, and uh, you know they give everybody opportunities. It's a real good good gig.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like clubs that give you a free meal. Every time I go to a club, they don't give you a meal. I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> I can't get no chicken
0: fingers. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. So, where where are some of the uh, what are some of the favorite clubs that you have played? Because you've said you've been in, uh, what was it, Pennsylvania and a couple of the other states around?
1: My favorite club is the Funny Bone, hands down. And as what city? As far as crowd quantity.
0: And but which city like is that? Which funny the Comedy
1: Club. Um, what else is a good one?
0: Which Funny Bone? Which city?
1: I've done the one in Virginia Beach. Um, I've done the one in Richmond. I've done the one in Connecticut and West Virginia. All right. Um. But you know, it's just good because of the, the crowd size. You know, it's, it's hard to fail in a room of three hundred. You have to be really bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, who are uh, some so, of the who are some of the comics that you you know kind of looked up to when you were growing up, or anybody that helped you? You know, mow because you do a lot of one liner jokes as opposed to some of the storytelling. So, who are some of the people that motivated you?
1: Um. I like the variety, you know. I, you know, I like the Bernie Macs and the, the Chris Tucker's, the Chris Rocks. I like Mitch Hedberg. Um, who else was there that I like? There's a lot of guys out there that I like. Um, I really like Mitch, and I, and I really like Bernie Mac, DL. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a
0: typical. So, when you're writing, do you ever try to? Do you think like how would Bernie do it, or you know, when how, what's your form for writing? Oh no, DET? no,
1: absolutely not. I, I try to go. I try to do. So I try to do stuff that's ever been never been done. But sometimes I think of a joke, and I'm like, man, that shit is too easy. Somebody had to do it. Like I thought of a joke. I was like, my um, my friend got a job at BET. Now he's got a gambling problem. Someone had to have done that. It's just too easy.
0: Right. So I just definitely. throw it away. I, I, would I
1: don't drive it out I was driving down 95 and I got pulled over doing a hundred dollars in the office. And it's not the at 95. i told that to my friend and like, I heard that before. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so how, I, try, how, I try to do, you know, stuff that's never, it's hard though. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their topic of to weed and sex. You can't stay away from that. But, um, yeah. as far as, I don't know, it's hard to explain.
2: Well, I mean, at this point, it's not like you're going to reinvent the wheel, but it's like, it's still, you, yeah, want, to, to you be, want to try a, to be original. A, I try though. to be original. Yeah.
1: It's, you know, I don't, I don't even watch comedy shit, um, B.E.T. or any that shit anymore. Yeah. No, well, I don't want to watch anybody sit. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is understandable, and I've had people tell me that before. Uh, I still kind of like watching it, not because I'm looking to steal material, but it's because they might go into a topic... That I've never even thought about, and it's like, oh, you know what? I probably have my own stories about that, or you know, there's times you just don't think about areas that you can talk about that may be funny, and you may have a totally different twist on it than somebody. But it's just like you just never, like, oh, I didn't even realize curtain number three was over there. So it's-
1: well, I, I, I collaborate a lot too. I have a friend of mine that we, we collaborate. You like I'll get i get on the phone with my buddy and I'll be like man I I can't over this but I can't think of this or and we'll just start throwing shit back and forth until we find something.
0: Have you ever belonged to any of the uh, like a writing group like we have here when racing oh, isn't no, in no, or certain never, Sunday football? Oh, okay, yeah. like we get together I, I with three or four or five comedians will show up every Sunday and we'll write or talk about things for two and a half hours. Uh, We're fortunate. I'm
1: not opposed to doing that, though, if I give it to the right people. I don't want to give it to anybody that's not funny, though, you know?
0: (laughs) Well, like, we have one here where uh, one of the guys who uh, comes in is Steve Eric, and we also have uh, Steve Baird and some of the other great comics that have been in uh, the industry for 25-plus years will come in and just hang out with us on, you know, a Sunday night for a couple of hours and talk to us about our jokes and ways to expand them or way to... Normally, ways to shorten them to the hell down because they're too long. Right. So yeah, it's I a really it. good opportunity.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have you kind of done Jackie Knight's nice comedy club?
2: Um, I haven't, but some of the guys around here have. Yeah.
1: Okay, because I can't get in there for my life. It's
2: ridiculous. Yeah, she's apparently what I've heard. She's a little tough to get into. I think you have to show up there. Is the big thing with her. What I understand, oh, yeah, I wasn't playing there, man. From so some of the guys, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's from some of the guys that I've talked to that have done their that have done her club. I think it's you have to show up. She's to see you a couple times, and then she'll she'll make a decision or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I live in I live in Maryland. So yeah, yeah I mean, you <laughs> can just drive up here on a Saturday night and say, "Hey, Jackie, how you doing? I was just in the neighborhood."
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I, know, I think I know, she, I know, she would I know,
1: love it. Brian Thomas, who um who runs her showcase night or something like that. Okay, he's like, you come showcase her something like that. You know, Florida's got a lot
0: of top-notch comedians down there. Yeah. A lot of them have come from Florida. Yeah, they've done a lot of work. Uh, Mitch yeah. Mitch was here for a while. Mitch mm-hmm. Hedberg, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. All sorts of great people had a, spent a lot of time in Florida. L.A. Hardy is
1: there. Isn't L.A. Hardy in Florida? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell, Florida, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And L.A. Hardy's been on the show a couple of times. Great guy. Uh, yeah. Really um, enjoy well, L.A. Aaron
1: Myers. I think Eric moved
2: to L.A., though.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Eric Myers. I and think he, he was
2: the first winner of the Florida's Funniest Comedian or something like that. Florida's Funniest yeah, Contest, and it was
0: funny. The yeah. first time yeah. I met him, I had to follow him on stage. Oh yeah, and, and everybody, brilliant. and it was weird because we were. It was it was actually an open mic, and he was there hanging out. Yeah, and everybody's like, I don't want to follow him. I don't want to follow him. <laughs> and the, and the person running
1: Myers yeah. is a beast. He is
0: for a little scrawny guy. He's a beast. And Alyssa Bissonette was running the show. And she's like, Dave, do you want to go up after Eric? I'm like, I-, I don't care. And then I see him go up, and I'm like, oh, my God. The very first thing I said when I to say just says, listen, everybody, I'm funny, but I'm not as funny as that last guy. But we're going to have some fun.
1: I, I really yeah. want to get on Letterman. That's what I want to do. Nice. I, I have ADD. That's why I go from subject to subject. Yeah, I, I was going to say. <laughs> I want to get on Letterman.
0: You wanted to go to One Room Jackie Nights Club, which is a great, and great place to be, to David Letterman. Yeah great i just had one of david letterman's uh tom Driesen is one of uh david letterman's most common guests he's been on there i think it's over 60 times now uh he actually gets to host for letterman when uh he's sick dave was out with shingles for a couple of weeks years ago and uh tom Driesen did the show for him so letterman is we've had a couple people martin short called in the day after Mm -hmm. being on letterman that was like hey from from David Letterman on top yeah. to David Frank on the bottom, baby. <laughs> Live on know, Internet Radio. If you, go,
1: if you can get on Letterman or Conan. Uh-huh. But, you know, I don't even go on Late Night with Craig Ferguson. But I think Letterman is the creme de la creme right
2: now. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. Now, Letterman's the creme de la creme and all of that. But let me ask you something. What? Yeah. In this, only because I've spoken to so many comedians that have done Letterman and, you know, mm-hmm. Conan and all these other places. I Aside from being here. on Letterman, what what do you hope to get out of being on Letterman? Do you think that's going to launch your career?
1: I believe that if I got on Letterman, then I could say that I was at the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> well,
2: well, I mean, and the one fact is you'd have a TV credit. I, well, well, see, I, I, don't, I don't have any TV credits. Yeah, And
1: okay. here's the thing. I don't, I don't really want to get on TV. I just don't want to work.
2: Yeah.
1: I just want to do comedy.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: But well, I do want to get on Letterman. I think if you got on Letterman, you, you get paid more afterwards.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know what's funny? You you really don't. Uh, and and the only reason well, I say that is because we've had so many people on, and we've asked them, what have you seen after being on Letterman? And they were like, nothing. I didn't even get paid $5 more the next night. Really? Really. And when you speak to a guy like Tom Driesen, who we spoke to last week, he's yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day when you were on Johnny Carson, Kind sure. of set the Well What would launch a career? That that's exactly it. If you got on there for four or five uh-huh. minutes and you did great, that was it. Yeah. But since right. then, there's been Letterman, and you got Conan and uh, hey, Big Chin.
1: Con- Conan, Conan is another one. After Letterman, I will, if if I couldn't do Letterman, I would want to do Conan.
0: Mm-hmm. But the only yeah. th- and and of course, it's great to get TV <laughs> credits and to be on those shows. But just from what I'm understanding, is those shows don't make you anymore. Because what what was it? The only person that David Letterman launched was Jay Leno. Yeah. And since then, well, neither of them have launched yeah. anybody. But TV is so more popular now than it was yeah. 25 or 30 years ago. Well, it's just
2: there's so much more, there's so much more of it, you know? It's right. Like, I mean, Letterman, back in the day, Carson was the only real late-night talk show at the time. Now you've got Letterman, Conan, Leno, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Craig Ferguson, and just, you know Chelsea Lately, and all these other different late-night shows, I mean, it's not really going to launch a career. Right, but but right, the way The Tonight 100%. Show was, like, in the 80s, like especially somebody like Stephen Wright, who was right. from Boston, they had never really heard the whole Boston scene. He goes on and does four minutes. Carson calls him over, and that put the whole Boston comedy scene on the map right Absolutely. there. So. It's, it's
0: just a... Him. I only yeah. asked because I didn't know how familiar you are with how it works, or how hard it is to actually get on one of those shows. Uh, oh, I'm not
1: gonna be able. To, I'm not gonna be able to do it. It's, it's impossible.
0: <laughs> well, it's but not there's impossible. There's too
1: many comedians out here.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I believe that one day it, it's all about luck, man. Maybe if I was in the right place at the right yeah. time. Maybe if Eddie Brill saw me or something, I don't know.
0: Well, I, Eddie Brill gonna, doesn't even have anything happen. to do with Letterman anymore, right? Isn't he gone?
1: No, nah, he's the warm up. He, he wanted to
0: crowd. I, thought, I sure. thought that ended. No, he still
1: doesn't. No, I what? took him an email the other day, and he responded back.
0: Really? He really? never returns any of my emails. I hit him off yeah. on Facebook a couple of times, and he ignores me.
1: Dude, I, I'm telling you, I got lucky. i was surprised. <clears> he
0: sent me two emails. Yeah, I, I, I wanted him to come on the show, <clears throat> and uh, he didn't even respond like I was invisible. I didn't send him nothing. The only thing better than the fact that he didn't respond or, or funnier... Is that uh, the fastest rejection I ever had for this show? Is Bill Cosby? Uh, I, I no sooner did I hit the end, the the send button on the email to Bill Cosby's people. I went to the bathroom to take a tinkle. I came back and the rejection was already there. I was like, damn! I got rejected. The toilet's not done flushing yet, and I've already been rejected by Bill Cosby. Nice. It was ridiculous. I went in my bedroom and cried. I watched reruns of The Cosby Show. and hey, you got to start even top, though, you know? Yeah.
1: You're not going to know unless you try. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Hey, man, I've had some great people on the show. Um, you know, as I said, Martin Short, Jackie Mason, Bobby Slayton, Bobby Collins, a whole list of celebrity comedians that, you know, who in the you hell know, ever Jackie thought Mason they would say yes?
1: those Did
2: you know that? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yep. Sheila Mason. Mm hmm. Hopefully, if she could do a tenth of what her father did, she will ha- be have success.
1: I saw her one time. She was okay.
0: Good. So, I mean, it's you never know who's going to say yes yeah. to do a show or who's going to say no or who backs out last minute like we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, it just happens. I've only had that happen yeah. once. No, Nobody, only one person that was calling in had to back out. They were sick. I've had people not show up in the studio. Yeah. They were probably afraid I was going to eat them or something. Possibly.
1: Yeah. I'm a little distraught right now. You said they got on Letterman and after that
2: they got nothing? Well, it just it, it, you think you said more or less it didn't make as much of a difference as they thought it would.
0: Yeah, like people think you know? now you're going to get on Letterman and then all of a sudden the phone's going to be ringing. It doesn't happen. And we're not saying you're not going to get calls and it's not going to be better for your career because it, it is in some aspects, but it's not I like it get was 25. 25- maybe. Well, like I'll give you an example. Tom Driesen, who did the first. Uh, johnny carson show so many years ago his first one the very next day he was booked by a television station uh or i'm sorry it, it, the the whole network and it, it was just it was a different it, it was different getting booked on letterman 25 years ago than it was or i'm sorry on carson, carson 25 yeah. years ago or any of the talk shows than it is now mm-hmm. because there's just not the market is flooded with them so it's it's not the big change. I think people sometimes they, they think they're going to see that big change like a like a Jerry Seinfeld had or an Elaine Boozler when right, those guys right, get on right, these right. shows. See, I, I
1: don't want that type of stardom, though. You know,
0: I do. Why not? You just want to be a I working. Just want, I just
1: want to get paid more. I don't want to work a regular job. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I I I want to publicly humiliate myself and talk about funny crap, but I'd like to be uh, adequately paid. I wouldn't mind being filthy rich.
1: I mean, yeah, there's guys out here making hundreds of thousands of dollars out of on TV, and that's that's fine with me. Yeah, I,
0: hundreds of thousands is fine.
1: Mm-hmm. What what's what, playing these theaters and stuff like that? Look at um, Brian Regan. He's not. Uh, he doesn't have a sitcom or anything. He, mm-hmm. He's probably out there killing
2: them. Oh yeah, that's a guy who's making some crazy money. He's, he's just torn. Some money. Yeah, I mean, he comes to yeah, town. Donald's Dunham, not on. He doesn't have a sitcom or. He's murdering him. He's
1: making millions.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, people know where he is, but he's not. You
0: know what I mean? It just takes time, and and you have to establish a name to be able to fill those kind of theaters. Like, as we said, we have problems getting booked in clubs. I mean, you got 10 or 12 years in, and you still necessarily can't get picked up, and you have problems, you know, knocking on doors where you can't get past the gatekeepers. I I know
1: headliners right now that have been in the game for 25 years who, who can't get booked?
0: Exactly, it's, cra- it's crazy.
2: What What would you say is, is 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 the biggest problem with getting booked? What would you say is is wrong with the, the the industry, at least in your area?
1: Um, what I'm seeing right now is a lot of people that are not funny that are working, and uh, that that's that's what the problem is. There's a lot of people that kiss ass and yeah.
2: and
1: all oh, you know, and not saying that I mean, You know what? I don't know. Uh, right now, you don't even have to be that funny. All you have to do is be mediocre and have a great attitude and hit uh-huh. the waist down.
0: Nice. Nice way to put it. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, you it, go well, in there, you act like you got some sense.
0: Mm-hmm. So you, talk, you, you smile. So, you book rooms, though. So, what are the criteria that you hold your people up to, or are you just happy to have someone to come to the room?
1: Oh, no. I, I, they have to be funny. I mean, I, I uh, I've had some non-funny people come in, but it happens, you know?
2: Yeah,
1: I have people, I, I mean, either you got to be recommended or i got to know you, so that type of thing.
0: And how big of the crowds are you bringing in normally on a, on a show?
1: Uh, we do a Thursday night. We do it as a free show because the bars won't charge the people to come in their place. Yeah. So we're probably having about 70 to 80. All
0: right. And what do you do, the typical hour, hour and a half show?
1: Hour and a half show, I'll usually have a host. I'll go up there and do about five minutes. I'll have a middle and a closer maybe sometimes. Sometimes I switch it up. I'll put two middles on a show.
0: So when I go visit my friend up in the Maryland, Washington area, I might be able to get a guest set? You can come on. All right. You got to reinforce stage? You let me know. You got to reinforce stage? I'm pretty fat.
1: Oh, no, you're good, man. All right. (laughs) You're good.
0: Checking. I normally I include it on my resume. Very fat. Please make sure strange is strong.
1: <laughs> all you gotta do is let me know when you're coming, and um, I do I do one the, the last Thursday of the month, the third Thursday of the month, and the second Thursday of the month.
0: Nice. And is it all the same room, or do you do? No, it's
2: three different places. Three different rooms. Each each place you only do once a month. Then is what it is? Correct. So okay. at least I got someone to get on it every week. You know.
0: That's cool. So let, let's be frank. How much money do you make from doing three rooms for for yourself? Do you get uh, to make really? A, huh?
1: How, many, how much money do I make?
0: Not not from uh, comedy in general, but booking a show. What what do you, I mean? Because you got to pay the feature, you got to pay your headliner. Oh, you're going to yeah, pay the yeah, MC. Not a, lot,
1: not a lot. I'll probably make about, in real honesty, probably maybe a hundred dollars a show, one hundred twenty-five
0: dollars a show, something like that. Which is it's pretty good. Well, yeah, but for the fact that yeah. I mean, you're doing it more. You, you have your room. You're, you're helping promote other people. And it's for yeah, you. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah, like you're yeah, open yeah, mic. The,
1: the people, I mean, I've been doing, yeah, I don't try to hit people over the head either. I mean, right. if it was a Friday or a Saturday night, like I've done a one at a moose lodge, I charged them like $575. Because, you know, if they go to a booking agency, they're going to get hit over the head for like 700 750 Yeah. Right. And I know the comedian, so I can just pay them. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, you get some people that are good, and they're just happy to have a gig on that night. On a night they didn't have it,
1: exactly. All right, you give them you, you give them the two hundred dollars or two twenty five. You give the middle of one twenty five or a hundred, and, and you're good.
0: Those aren't Florida wages. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like double oh, Florida, Florida wages. Wage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's why Jackie Knight don't want you. You make too much money.
1: Well, right now, I, like I put it like this: on a Thursday. It depends on a headliner uh, or whoever it is. Sometimes, sometimes guys want more money. I'll pay the headliner $175 or $150. Mm-hmm. And I'll pay the
0: middle, depending on who it is, $75 to 100 That's not bad money. Yeah. Really not. That's
1: not bad, that's not bad well, for a Thursday night. For a Thursday
2: night? Definitely not. Yeah. That's really yeah. good.
1: Yeah. And do I have guys that say no. Really? Yes.
2: It's oh.
1: crazy. They'd rather sit at home. They tell me it's not enough money.
0: Yeah, that's messed up. You know, and, and pe- people can get a big head in comedy quick. You know, I've done, a, I, I know a guy, uh, and uh, Steve Eric, been in comedy 25-plus years, and I, I was at a Coconuts Comedy Club in St. Pete Beach a few months back, sure. and this guy's, a, he's headlined there, he's featured there throughout the years, and here he is, he's he's doing the MC spot. And I'm like, how come you're nc And he's like, are paying me and you know i don't have a gig why not mc why not stay fresh why would exactly. you not take work so you know, only that,
1: i think that if you're like sometimes i've been starting to do this lately i'll have i'll pay a feature to host the show mm-hmm. so that way if a comic goes on after him or in between that not funny he could do more time to bring the crowd back up good does that good make idea. sense yeah no, absolutely
0: and, and I think someone who, who isn't willing to do all the different, I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm going to expect Ralphie May to host at the improv, but, right, 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 right. you know, if you're if you're too good to be an MC, odds are you're not going to be the comic that's going to take time to give back to the comedy community, like a Steve right. Eric or a Steve Baird or a lot of, you know, we're fortunate, I think, in this area where we have a lot of comedians that are, will take time and talk to you and work with you and, you know, they'll, you know, <laughs> if you if you're open to listening to them anyway, yeah, yeah. So you know, well,
1: well, what's the pay like in Florida? I'm curious now.
0: Uh, it depends.
2: Yeah, I think it depends on the club. I mean, we're, we're like some of the clubs around here. Like, we there's a C club around here that's that's uh, probably the headliner makes between uh, seventy five to one hundred for a night. Um, really? Well, it's it's a C club. It's really it, it, it's not a huge attendance at this place, and you know, sometimes he did, they cancel shows
0: um jack's joint actually, yeah you know it's a and they, I, th-
2: I think it's probably between 100 to 150 at the most but then then usually if he gets a feature i think he stopped doing features too and usually he'll just get a couple of guest sets so he yeah. won't pay a feature either
0: it's it's just it, you know it's a club that's been around forever Um, uh, it's just not their best location mm-hmm. uh it just you know the you know like everything else it's had its high life and now it's working on a low mm-hmm. on a low string and hopefully it'll come back but you know, I know there's other places like Snappers. they will bring in people from New York yeah. and from California. Right, like right, so, right. so, so, right. was just here too. So. Yeah, so you know those people are, I'm sure, are making you know a thousand bucks or more for a weekend or mm-hmm. or good money. They're oh, they're, yeah. they're bringing good yeah. people in. But I think you know for your local features and headliners, I don't think many of them are getting more than 150 to 200 a night. Yeah, you know, well, let me okay,
1: because uh, a middle a middle should be getting 100 dollars a
0: night.
1: Yeah, in a comedy club. Yeah, at the minimum.
0: Well, you got to remember, you're a little up north. This is down south where well, I think you I have think the highest unemployment like, yeah. rate, and people are just happy to, you know, I, I've been right. surprised. I've done shows where I've been on stage for 15 minutes and been handed 65 70 bucks. Yeah. So, you know, I'm there's times bad. that, you know, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Every venue is different because yeah. sometimes when you're doing those, uh, like yourself at an Irish pub, you know, <laughs> it just, you know, because it's handled a little bit differently than the traditional comedy club style
2: like Snappers is probably closer to like a B club, where you know you're not going to get your national, big time comedians that are in the public eye, but but they get some good comedians in there, and they 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 market the place real well, so they get a good crowd in there.
1: I can't even play. I'm from Virginia Beach. I can't even play any club there right now. I can't even play in my hometown. It's ridiculous.
0: Wow. We're going to hey, see. We're going to see what happens. I'm planning a trip up to New York, and I've never performed in New York, but uh, I'm going oh, I, up there. I, I
1: perform in New York. Three times, and I've eaten shit every time. Really?
0: Well, I'm going to try not to eat any shit. Which, which clubs were oh, you in in New awful. York?
1: What's... Uh, I did the Laughing Devil uh, Comedy Festival over the summer. Okay. Um, I eat shit there, too, in front of industry people. Oh, um, that's <laughs> I did the Eastville Comedy Club. I eat shit. <laughs> um, I got that on tape, too. Oh, uh, nice.
2: <laughs> Coming soon to your website, right?
0: <laughs> Tune in to Let's Be Frank. The Let's Be Frank show. Next week, we will listen to Corey Hunter eat shit in New York in front of high-paid high, high bigwigs of the comedy world.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't had a good experience. Yeah. What, well, what, what's different about some of the New York clubs that, than some of the other clubs you've been to? What's, what's the harder thing about it, do you think? I
1: don't know what it is. I just don't do well.
0: Well, when I head up to New York, I, I we're, it's going to be the I think it's Jester's Comedy Club of New York, and mm-hmm. they're about an hour out of Manhattan, maybe forty five minutes, which is about where I grew up. So I'm just going to reach out to him and say, you know, this is who I am. I'm going to send you a couple of my videos and send you a link to my podcast, and you know, I'd like to be able to come up and do a ten or fifteen minute guest spot, and you know, invite some. You know, obviously, I think since it's where I grew up, some of my friends and family member, we could probably fill the place just with people that want to make see me look like a jackass. So, you I'm, know, I'm
1: getting ready to get in a, I'm getting ready to do. Um, well, a lot that I'm getting ready to. Do, I'm waiting for it, i I'm trying to do Danger Fields.
2: Oh nice. wow, yeah, that's that's a hard club, dude. Like Linda Roe books that, huh? Linda Roe books that. Wow, no, like I, I was up. To, I was up in New York a few years ago for. Uh, mm-hmm. I think when they were auditioning for uh, Last Comic Standing, and we stood in line all night to audition. And this is when I first started out. Of course, we didn't have any prayer of getting on the show. Of course not. But right. but it was a fun experience. And we went to a couple clubs where we were up there. Like we did an open mic at the the comic strip, and we did uh-huh. uh, one at like the in the village and stuff like that. But we went and saw a show at Dangerfields, and and that is a hard club. I mean, the crowd is just merciless, and those comics that came in through there. Uh, they were just, you know, it was all really just crowd work. The whole show whole just. I'm to, ready for it. I mean, they were just vicious and ruthful, and, you know, so. But it was kind of cool just to kind of go to Dangerfields because, like, you know, that's the place Ronnie built. I mean, I right. had to go there simply because it was in New York and we were checking out a couple of comedy clubs. I was like, we have to go to Dangerfields. I was like, how many HBO specials have we seen? Ronnie standing up there introducing Roseanne Barr, Jeff Foxworthy, or whoever else, and, you know. Of course we have. Hell, them. yeah.
1: Oh, you know, what? you know what? I just forgot, man. You guys asked me. You know, you know, you guys ever run a hot comedy club in New York? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's like- yeah, yeah. They used to, they used to um, have a club down in Virginia Beach at the oceanfront. I did their, um, they used to do seven nights a week, three shows a night.
2: Nice. And I did the
1: whole summer there, and I met a lot of New York guys that way. That's right. Cool. Like I met Mikey, Mikey D. Stefano, Chuck Nice, and um, a few other people. Nice. Rodney Laney.
0: Yeah, that's one of the nice things I like doing about the show, uh, about this show is you know there's so many comedians out there that tour nationally and that tour maybe four or five states, so maybe mm-hmm. we'll call them a regional comedian that just maybe the whole the whole country or the world hasn't heard of, but they're top notch comedians that right. you know the I know Black some killer's out there. Oh yeah, I know some top notch comedians that could be torn nationally. But they're raising kids and they're, you know, they're, they're putting that part of their comedy on standby until their kids are 18 or 19 years old. So, I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of talent, I think, in the next five or six years that's going to come out that's been ready for five or six years out of Florida that just, they've been waiting for the right opportunity. You know, they don't want to leave home. They actually.
1: Nobody's heard of me.
0: Well, they have (laughs) now.
1: Which is good.
0: You, You know, normally when you call into these shows, you're supposed to try to promote yourself more. Uh, not be so negative, <laughs> you know. There's just hey man, this, uh, no this is,
1: really, you, nobody's
2: heard of me. This is the Les B Frank show, bro. I am.
0: but nobody knows that nobody heard of you until they're like, "Oh shit, oh shit, he was on a Les B Frank show." That guy had that celebrity Tom Drees and this guy must be somebody. Nah, <laughs>
1: I'm just a middle act. I'm just I'm just a middle act trying to get work. Mm-hmm.
0: He got he, he's he's got that middle like middle child syndrome. I'm just the middle act.
1: <laughs> just the middle act. One day I'll be a headliner.
0: Nice. Cool. Do you have a goal in mind before where that you have you know by the end of 2013 or
1: 2014? I, I just want to get on Letterman.
0: Well, no, I was going to ask: Do you have a goal set before you hope to be able to headline time-wise? Because now I'll that do you're. Do you have feech- a goal
1: set? Um, no. Right now, I'm just just trying to break into your clubs. I'm just taking it one club at a time. I'm in. I'm yeah. That's all I'm doing. I'm just taking it one club at a time. I like to travel. I like to see if my jokes work in Indiana, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to sit around one spot.
0: Well, you've been in three or four states now, so have they gone over in most of the states? Huh?
1: Uh -huh. I drove to Kansas. It took me 18 hours.
0: Was that a $150 show? Because it was probably more in gas.
1: No, I got paid more than that. I got paid higher than that. But it it was two shows. It was one Friday, one Saturday. They right. put you up.
0: I haven't been I put up anywhere.
1: It. I just did it for the experience. I knew I wasn't going to make any money. Right now, I don't have to make... As long as I'm breaking even, I'm not losing any money. I just like to perform.
0: There you go. And you could always go not, back I'm to not, delivering pizzas if you run a little low on cash. Just not a Pizza Hut.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I strangled the manager. Almost strangled strangle him so Yeah, right.
0: you're going to have to do like Domino's or Papa John's from here on out.
1: I do want to take a check. Can, can I plug myself real quick? Absolutely. That's the whole
0: point of this show, sir. You're knocking yourself. I, You're supposed to, plug to be myself. plugging I, yourself. I
1: created a fan page. I broke down. I was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. Finally created a fan page. I got maybe 150 people. So it's Corey Hunter, C O R E Y H U N T E R. Like my fan page. Um, what else?
0: You got a Twitter
1: my website, page? at website is It's got my show dates up there. It's not updated 100%. I'm missing, like, four dates. Um, and you can find me on Facebook, just regular Corey Hunter.
0: No Twitter page for days. you? Did you say you had a Twitter page?
1: No, I have not gotten that
0: far yet. Yeah, Twitter, man. It's fun. I could tweet. I, I don't
1: want to have seven followers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I already put shit on Facebook and no one likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm glad I, I'm, I, I broke down and created the fan page. Maybe Twitter's my next step.
0: There you go. How many fans you got now? Or is it too I'm low of a like number? i
1: 153, to... I think.
0: All right. Hundreds and hundreds of people are following you. Hopefully. There you go. I'm build an audience. Unless you have that many friends and family, they're just like, well, let me just click this so he stops sending us emails.
1: <laughs> I, I, I have noticed that, that ever since I created the fan page, every show that I've done, I've
0: gotten a new fan, at least. Hey, there you go. You just got to so do a it. couple of thousand shows, and you'll be popular.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, a couple of thousand. What? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's not right.
0: So, hey, we got about two minutes left in the show. So, do you have, I know yeah. you just plugged your website, uh, and obviously they can find you on Facebook. But if they're in the Maryland area, uh, where are you going to be performing next? Plug, a, plug your next couple of upcoming shows.
1: Uh, well, right now, I can't get booked at a Mexican restaurant. Right? But, uh, let's see, <laughs> next Thursday, I will be, the 31st, I'll be at the Bollywood Lounge in California, Maryland. And then, the 1st and the 2nd, I'll be at the 2nd Street Comedy Club in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania.
0: Be careful, man. They got that uh, Amish Mafia out there now. You don't want to piss those guys off.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in Lancaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you, any, has anybody, am I the only dumbass that watches that show?
1: I saw five minutes of it. I cut
0: it off. You know, it's funny because these guys are the Amish mafia, or they have their secret society, and everything they do is like big brother picking on younger brother. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to drive over your fruit stand, or you know, like nobody is really bad and tough. It's just it's hysterical. The show. I I I watch it because I just I like to see how un uh, un gangster they are.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Keep it just collected and check.
0: There you, there you go. So let me ask you: We're wrapping up the show. Did you have a good time? I know this is one of the first or second podcasts and radio shows you've called into. I love it. You love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, you, this is
0: a good. I had a good time. I'm happy to hear it. I'm now I'm
1: keeping I wasn't drunk because I might have said something <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that say because I want to get booked.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Because you know, I, I pull a lot of power in the podcast and comedy world. I, I, I could snap my fingers and get you a job somewhere, but uh, no, 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 I can't. I can't snap my fingers and get anybody a job anywhere. Did you guys watch my video? Uh, I, I actually did. Uh, you, it was a basically clean, clean comedy. You had said you, but you used to have a dirtier video. But you, yeah, you kind of yeah, took yeah. it down because you're keeping the clean stuff up, and you're moving forward with that.
1: Yeah, I don't write dirty jokes anymore. It's all clean material now. So I'm, I, writing it, I'm writing it for the Letterman show, baby.
0: There you go. Nice. Have you sent anything into the Letterman show yet? You know, they, you have to send them a letter so that they know you're around.
1: Um, you know what? I have. I've tried to make a little bit of contact, but I haven't. I wouldn't even know the word. I'm not going to get on Letterman.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Like uh we had Corey Kahani on a couple of weeks ago, and you know, she it was—I think it was her third or fourth attempt to get on Letterman that it uh-huh. took her to get on. She had gotten on to another show that was shot in the same building, and she's like, "Hey, I'm here anyway." But it took years. But I mean, it, you you got to get the letter in, and I think if you send a letter and a tape with five, you know, five good minutes. Mm-hmm. they they at least respond back to you and say hey you you suck but send us another tape and that's how it goes and then there's times that you that you get booked and then the last minute you get bumped so it's a hard process to get on there uh nobody's yeah. ever told me that you know I just call letterman and you know even some of the more famous comedians they don't just call and get on it's it's a process you could be bumped the first 3 or 4 times before you get on there so
1: yeah i've heard that yeah
0: but you got to yeah, be in it to it. win it, man. Did you buy your lotto ticket? Send out a tape. If you could buy a lotto ticket, a lotto ticket, you can send out your tape. Yeah, you're right. I can e- email Davey. Email, email, email. Send it over and over again. They're either going to send you a restraining order or an invitation. One or the other. Yeah. At least if you I'm get happy, a restraining I'm order, lucky. If you get a restraining order, at least you can bring it around and show everybody that Dave signed it. <laughs> I can't get on, but I got a restraining order, bitches. All right. Again, Corey, thank you very much for calling in. Thank you for taking out some time. It was fun. Uh, next I, week, thank we, you guys. no problem. Next week, we're going to have another show. And that's nice because we like to have shows every week. We try. We're going can can to. I, can, I, can, I,
1: can I go back and listen to this?
0: Uh, I'll tell you what. Most likely by tomorrow morning, I'll have a copy of it in your email. Yeah. This way, if okay. you just want to, or I'll Facebook it to you. This way, if you want to post it and share it with the millions and the millions of the Corey Hunter fans, you can. Okay, my heart right. is
1: picking three. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can check it out. You can find the the UStream link on comedyslamradio.com, dot uh, and it should be on Podomatic and iTunes yeah. by tomorrow too. If, if, yeah, if, if, if you Davis. type, forget
0: something. If you type "Let's Be Frank's Podcast." it'll pop it'll it'll pop right up with automatic iTunes stitcher radio you might you might even find me doing some stupid jokes online if you type fat davy you could see some of the horrible comic uh the horrible comedian that i am
1: okay perfect
0: and <laughs> and when, and when although you're not going to get to hear my my outro music because you're going to hang up in a second you got to listen to the whole thing because we leave to the incredible hulk Uh, where, you know, they play his music when he's waving and leaving just because I'm kind of sick and demented and I didn't have anything else to do. So we just, the Incredible Hulk (laughs) on (laughs) bye-bye.
1: Now my daughter's looking at me crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, thank you very much. We're going to get our guy Frodo to close out the show. Frodo, you with us? He just gave me thumbs up. Frodo, say goodbye to our guest, Corey.
2: Goodbye, guest Corey. Thank you, Frodo. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. Have a good one.
0: Be good. Are You sure? We've come to the end of another edition of the Let's Be Frank show. To catch up on past shows, find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podomatic at Let's Be Frank's podcast. Want to be part of the show? Email Dave at Let's Be Frank with Dave Frank at Yahoo.com. Stay funny, my friends. See you next week.